Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Post-Production Podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to the Post-Production Podcast. We are both media producers of some kind and this is our podcast where we talk about our experiences and we talk about other productions and other like movies and music and all kinds of crazy things Mm -hmm. all aspects of production hopefully you're entertained yes gets a little chaotic along the way gets a lot niche and um, we keep it spicy every week by giving a completely different summary of what this podcast is every time every time so before we get started Rachel, how how was your production week? My production week was just grand. And by that I mean that every waking hour of the last week, I have spent engaged in media production work. and Like you've had any non-waking hours? Yeah, I was getting to that. There have not been many non-waking hours. Yeah, I hit a crux this last week in that we have a big final video that we're shooting next week in a production class that we're gearing up for. So I've been trying to prep for that. Also, the audio drama that I work pretty prominently with was recording again over this last weekend, and we're currently pushing to finish recording the chunk of script that we have to work with. And so like, I spent literally all weekend either in the podcasting studio working with the audio drama or in the music lab cooking up a short film score for a friend. So it's been kind of a crazy last week since we recorded because I legitimately, I have gone to class and I have scored and I have been in the podcast studio and that's pretty much all I have done for the last week. What about you? Well, wasn't quite as crazy for me, definitely. I certainly hope not. But over the weekend, I worked a dance recital, a three-hour dance recital. And how, I was going to say, and how many songs were in this dance recital, Kiri? 65. Holy cow. 65 different performances. Girls ages three to, I'm guessing, 18. And it was, uh, That is wild. Yeah. The person in charge did not give us everything we needed to be fully prepared. So there's always that in it. And it was a dance recital. So these poor girls were like twerking on stage. At a public library? Like six-year-olds. It was very uncomfortable. Awkward. Uh, Yeah. Well, and honestly, I wasn't shocked. I was just sad, honestly. Not mad, just disappointed. Well, I know, but like most of these girls, they either have no idea or they know all too well how sexualizing some of the dance moves were in the Mm. costumes and even some of the songs. I was like, oh, no. And they, they, they weren't all like that. There were some really cool dances, but yeah, like I, there were a few times when the girls would turn around and bend over. No. And like every time that happened, I was like, no. That's when you just watch every AV tech in the room flinch. Yeah, well, and, and of course, the, the older the girls were, the sexier the dances were. And I was like, I d- no, 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 no. Yeah, it was, 
it was sad. And like, there was a, a three second fade on the blackout after each dance. And as soon as the lights start dimming, especially with the older girls, they break character. And sometimes I can tell when they just weren't happy with their performance or whatever. It's like, I just want to go down there and say, like, you, you are more than your dance. You are more than your body. This sucks. You can leave if you want to. You can uh. leave if you want to. It's just the Arkansas version of Dance Moms. I, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I went backstage for like a second and I was like, oh, nope. Yikes. <laughs> anyway. How do we transition from- Kiri, you know what I did a lot of this week? Yeah. While I busily ran from production to production. I ate a lot of cosmic brownies, which kind of have a history on this podcast, hailing all the way back to our early days. I love cosmic brownies. Almost as much as Jeremy ran. Um, But you know what I didn't eat a lot of? Vegetables. And yet vegetables are what we're talking about this week on the post-production podcast. I even had a salad for dinner today. I felt very adult. Wow, Kiri's smacking salad. So speaking of vegetables, veggie tails is a thing. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. The tails of veg. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're unfamiliar, Veggie Tales is a Christian cartoon about vegetables with eyes and noses and mouths that, that like, tell talk and Bible tell stories. Bible stories, or they tell original stories with a biblical lesson, which are even better. Oh yeah, they are. They're allegorical. Allegorical. So this will be fun. Rachel and I grew up on Veggie Tales. Like all I watched was PBS and Veggie Tales. All I watched was VeggieTales. <laughs> yeah, because VeggieTales came on in DVDs, so you could take it with you. Precisely. And watch it whenever. Like, we would watch VeggieTales in the car whenever we had whatever car with, like, a DVD player. Mm. So we would watch yeah. Minnesota Cuke on repeat. Oh, yes. Man, that one went so hard. Yeah. So neither of us did a lot of research for this, but I do know it began... They, they released their first VeggieTales show, DVD, whatever in 1993 predating toy story wow so even though toy story was the first 3d animated feature film veggie tales was arguably the first 3d animated american series so what you're saying kiri is that vegetable tales was what pioneered the art of animation in america yeah and were you there when darren our our media mentor dad person told us the story of a time like he interviewed phil vischer and mike naraki the creators no way in like chicago or something yeah like they were just starting up veggie tales and he was like they had all these computers around them and everything and he was like i thought this is never gonna take off this is ridiculous. They're Veggie Tales and 3D animation. Come on. This is ridiculous, is right. Vegetables in 3D. And it took off. It took off, especially in the Christian community. And it does have a small presence in pop culture. I think its biggest impact on pop culture is the allow us to introduce ourselves meme. <laughs> Right. Well, and the thing, the thing too, is that um, especially like right when Veggie Tales was kind of at its peak, a lot of people were growing up either in evangelical churches or in towns that were heavily Christian, right, in America. And so Veggie Tales for a very certain splice of generation, like late millennial, early Gen Z. That that would be us, yeah. It was, like, very relevant. Even, like, if you didn't grow up in a super Christian home, most people are familiar with VeggieTales or have seen a lot of them. Yeah, like, the, the late 90s and 2000s were probably VeggieTales' peak. 
Right, because that was when, like, the studio itself had made enough revenue to be putting out pretty high-quality stuff. Yeah, and then some, I don't know what happened after 2010. Phil Vischer left the company at some point. That's, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, they broke up or something. Basically, like, once he was no longer working there, it just went to crap, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it, it started to get weird. I mean, it was already weird just in concept everything i've seen since then i've been like what in the world it's the same way i feel about the current sesame street that's being created and aired like it's just not right well guess what what i've never seen sesame street what yeah oh my god something about talking animals you know being real or whatever are you kidding me no it was so good (laughs) sesame street was probably the first tv show i ever watched yeah remember when veggie tales had a tv show no that was weird it was on like cubo or something you you forget i never had tv channels growing up that's right yes it was called veggie tales in the house and the animation was just a little bit off oh weird and they they did original sketches that were not as good as the full-length movies. So that's where your love of sketch comedy was born. No, I didn't like it. Oh, nuts. I was really hoping we had a real origin story here. Like, they did some that were specifically for the show. Let me see if I can find a picture. Yeah, and sometimes they would show the classics, but for the most part, it was it was different. Look at this. You know, it's not bad, but it's also not good. No. Interesting. Veggie Tales in the house, but is God <laughs> amazing? Yeah, and things like that were pretty normal. Yeah, I think the best Veggie Tales movie past 2010 was The League of Incredible Vegetables. That one was pretty good. Didn't the there was like a jingle too that went? It was like the yeah, League the of Incredible did a theme Vegetables. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Why do I know that? That I I can't have seen that movie more than like maybe twice. And somehow I still remember that. Yeah, the Newsboys did the theme song for that. They also did a lot of the songs for Jonah, the Jonah movie. Man, Jonah went so hard. Yeah. It scared me when I was younger because of the whole big fish swallowing a bunch of vegetables. I mean, yeah. The angels singing in the stomach with their non-existent arms clapping along to the gospel music. (laughs) I was like, this is the (laughs) most iconic thing that has ever come out of Big Idea Productions. Of course. So VeggieTales did have a lot of music. So we're going to test ourselves here. Oh, really? And see how well we know all of these songs. So I have the uh, All the Songs Compilation Volume 1. So I'm going to name the track titles and we'll see if we can, if we know them. Oh, I'm so ready. First of all, the VeggieTales theme song. Wah, wah, wah. Wait, no, it doesn't go up. Oh, yeah. If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. Have we, we got, got a, a show, show for, for you? Veggie tales, veggie tales, broccoli. Uh, oh man, I really hope no one else is in the cathedral basement right now. <laughs> I have all the doors to the music lab open. So. <laughs> so that's where you are. I didn't recognize your background. Someone's gonna walk through and be, just hear a distant music upperclassman. Broccoli. 
celery gotta be vegetables. There's never, ever, 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 ever been a show like vegetables. There's time for vegetables. Okay. God is bigger. Oh. God is bigger than a boogeyman. <laughs> He's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Oh, God is bigger yeah. than the boogeyman. He's watching over you and me. I don't remember the verses, though. And then it has that awesome building chord. Watching, 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 watching. He's watching over you and me. I don't remember that at all. I haven't heard that song in a long time. Maybe my love of like musical theater and pop music stemmed from, from Veggie Tales. They had a lot of musical numbers. Veggie Tales. Maybe that is the origin story of today. Yes. I would not be a music major if not for Veggie Tales. And our first silly song of the list, the Water Buffalo song. This was Ooh. the first silly song. Everybody's got a water buffalo. buffalo. Yeah, this has been minus low. The best part of that was by far the extremely underrated tag at the end. Everybody wants a baby, baby kangaroo. kangaroo. Yours, Yours is pink, pink and mine is blue. blue. Everybody wants a baby kangaroo. Stop, oh, that's how it goes. Stop it right now. Everyone does not have a baby kangaroo. What a weird show. Mm-hmm. The I'm just saying the creators of this era of VeggieTales and I would get along so well. Uh, oh no, what are we gonna do? This song oh was no. a jam. What we gonna what do? What we gonna do? The king loves Daniel more, more than me and you. Oh no, what, what we gonna, gonna do? do? We gotta get him out of here. We will throw him in the dungeon. We will let him rot in jail. Amazing. That song was a bop. It was. That was all in the first episode. What? We are the grapes of wrath. Oh, we, we are, are the grapes of wrath. We, we never take, take a bath. There's no mistakes for grapes. No. We are the grapes of wrath. Okay, wait. There's, a, oh, there's, there's no another... escape from cranky grapes. There's no escape from cranky grapes. We are the grapes of wrath. I'm Pearl. I'm Murph. We done and then the the siblings, something. Uh, oh man, we are the grapes of wrath, so stay out of our path. That's there's it. There's no escape from kinky grapes. We are the grapes of wrath. And then at the end, they're the grapes of math. My mom thought that was hilarious. Here's the thing, you guys, is because Veggie Tail deceived me so. I didn't realize that the grapes of wrath had any cultural significance beyond being a Veggie Tail silly song mm -hmm. for like ten years. So that's all I have to say about that one. The hairbrush song. Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, 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 oh, where? This is horrible because there's a delay. Yeah. Is my hairbrush? Is my hairbrush? Donor? That one, I would also argue that where is my hairbrush also achieved a lot of cultural notoriety. Yeah. I, not a lot of, I bet like not a lot of people much younger than us would recognize that song, but people around our age and a little older, I think are all like, oh yeah, Veggie Tales, the hairbrush one. The Dance of the Cucumber. Oh. This is so familiar. What is it? I know this and yet I don't. Yep. You read it in the perfect narrator voice though for that show. Okay, wait, we got to listen to it. 
<laughs> oh. I already, yep. But this is why we couldn't remember. It's in Spanish. Oh, yeah, because... Watch the cucumber. Ah, yes. See how he spins. He spins. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's something... <laughs> The bunny song. The bunny. The bunny. Oh, oh I, love I love the bunny. The bunny. The, bunny, the, the delay the is so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I just. The bunny. This is where I being a music major pays off because I just turn oh, on my, my internal metronome and I ignore bunny. you. The bunny. The bunny. Oh, oh I love the bunny. bunny. I don't love my something or just the bunny. That one was a jam, too. Yeah, they really popped off. The pirates who don't do anything. We are the pirates who don't do anything. anything. We We just just stay at home and lie around. around. And if you ask us to do anything, we will tell you we don't don't do do anything. anything. Good. Clearly we know that one. The Larry Boy theme song. Ooh. Larry Boy. Oh, no, wait, that's from the later. Larry! Wait, no, that's Perry. Perry the Pirate! <laughs> Agent Larry! The one I was thinking of was from the Bad Apple, which was much later than... Maybe a Phineas and Ferb and VeggieTales crossover would not be that bad of an idea. The Song of the Cebu. Cebu! Ah, I love that song. There, there was a character. He was riding with Cebu. I don't Cebu know. Cebu was rowing and sneezing. A choo moo moo, a choo moo moo, a choo moo moo, a choo moo moo, a choo. Yes. A choo moo moo, 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 Cebu. The Stuff Mart rap. Oh, I just remember the jingle. Bum 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 bum. Stuff stuff. Mart mart. Bum bum. And then by the end, it was stuffy stuff. Marty Mart. <laughs> and I always thought that was so funny. See, I just kid. remember Stuff Mart. Stuff Mart. Like when they're looking down the aisles. The, the rap. Oh. I don't remember There's the like, rap, dude. Because that's from the Blueberry episode of yeah. Veggie Tales. I'm so blue. I'm so blue. I don't know what to do. But it, it starts, Now Madame Blueberry was a sad little berry. She mm. lived by herself in a house in a tree. Her butlers would show up each morning at nine and open the doors to hear Madame whine. I'm so Yeah, my mom always used that song, like from the second we first watched that show, to remind us about materialism. Because it was a constructive show. But so that was the thing is like always growing up, my mom would be like, oh, like you seem like you're like really struggling with like this, you know, desire for this thing. Like, don't be like Madame Blueberry. And I was like, just like that. Endangered love. That one was. (laughs) What? Barbara Manatee. Sometimes I am so sad this is a podcast because. The facial expressions. Oh, is that what that song is called? I would have called it Barbara Manatee. You are the one I love. Will you take me to the ball? I'll take you to the ball, Barbara Manatee. Please don't go. I must. Don't, don't, don't. 
This episode is reminding me of the Vine episode in that we just sit here and quote the topic mm-hmm. back and forth at one another. Larry's high silk cat. Oh, I don't remember the tune to this one, but I vividly recall the visuals. Yeah, Archibald sings it. Yes. That's the thing about the characters. Like, the, the first episode they appear in, whatever name they have, that's their name forever. Yeah. Like, Archibald, Petunia, Mr. Nezzer. I can't believe they stick that poor cucumber with being Mr. Nezzer after King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. For upon his hat, he said, no, his hat he had is something like that. That's the one about the chocolates, and then the guy sits on the chocolates. He sits on them. Yeah, I vividly remember that because it was so traumatizing. I wouldn't want anybody to sit on my chocolates. Yeah, I was so upset about it. Like the idea that someone could sit on chocolate yeah that i wanted to eat i was so upset i'm glad i'm not the only one who's who was upset i had a deep distaste for that song his cheeseburger speaking of songs that i had distaste for <sighs> his cheeseburger i like a cheeseburger and i might like a milkshake as well she said to him i can't give you either you have the accent and down. he said isn't this burger bill what i just this remember the back to- the, like the harmony vocals. Yeah, yeah. Also, the other song, and maybe I'm spoiling one that's coming up. The one that I always think of when I think of it, Mr. Lunt is the belly button song. Oh, he needs to tell you something. I don't, I don't got a belly button. Can you do the break? Belly button, no. no. Oh, Whoa. No, no. Belly button. I don't remember the rap. Can you? Button. Button. Something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. It was done by Khalil, who was, in fact, a worm. No, he was a caterpillar. <laughs> That's something. That... Khalil was definitely not a worm. Yeah, because he was, I am a caterpillar. Not a worm. Like he, he Not would, a yes. worm. Yeah, that he he was very specific about that. What I would give to be a voice actor in the OG days of Veggie Tales. I know. Let me man. tell you. So, in a similar vein to his cheeseburger, another song that gave me equal amounts of anxiety: Pizza Angel. Oh, that one. Pizza Angel. I couldn't even make it through that me. one. Tomato, Tomato sauce, sauce and cheese, so gooey. Pizza Angel, I'm on my knees. Even though I'm a vegetable. Yeah, that one made me so upset. I hated that song as a child. Mostly because I was like, if a delivery man showed up that late and had eaten my pizza, I would end him. I was, yes, I hated that song and his cheeseburger because it it just, it it was so stressful. I like remember bursting into tears over those songs because it was just so anxiety inducing. I had such high functioning anxiety as a child, but stuff like that really brought it out in me. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely did. Like, and I made up excuses for it too. It was like, oh, it was, I'm crying because I, I didn't have my stuffed animal or whatever. And, but because I was too embarrassed to admit that it was over a stupid song. That's fair. <laughs> like, yeah, nothing says social anxiety like that. Fair, fair, fair. Love my lips. Oh, this one was also traumatic to me only because of the line about him getting them stuck in a gate. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not yes. kidding. How does it? I do remember that. How does it go? Because as a child, I was like, you mean that can happen to someone? <laughs> All I remember is that's a lip. It's a lip, it's a lip, it's a lip, 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 it's a 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 lip, lip, it's a lip, it's a lip, I love my lips. Beep bop beep bop bitty boo. Yeah, but I but how how did the songs go? Because he he goes into this whole story about how like I got my lips stuck in a gate and I had a a, a friend at the hospital who got stung by a bee and his whole mouth was swollen and so we couldn't even talk to each other. <laughs> but when we finally could talk to each other, we didn't understand each other because he was Polish. But I know huh? I know the Polish I word forgot about that Wuska. Wuska. It's something like that. Oh, mess down in Egypt. I mess down in Egypt. Our troubles are severe. Na 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 I don't know if I know this one either. Unless the prince of Egypt can take us out of here. Na 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 on the banks of the Nile, born and raised, da -da 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 -da, in his teenage days, chilling, kicking, wearing some jammies, learning hieroglyphics from his granddad, Ramses, in a whack Egyptian <laughs> rock belt kung fu. <laughs> this is all coming back to me so fast. I'm so amazed at your quick recall on this one. Da -da 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 -da. On his homie Hebrew. <laughs> Could have called the cops to back, but instead, he took a big kick upside of his head. Down in Egypt. <laughs> no way. Na 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 Here's another Boys in the Sink song. What about Sports Utility Vehicle? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, you, you and me, me in a sports utility vehicles. We're jamming in a four-wheel drive. It was a very dramatic song. I don't remember. I never, I loved how dramatic it was. And I never realized until a long time afterwards that that is what SUV stands for. You didn't? No. <laughs> so I think one of the weirdest things VeggieTales made was a Snoodle's tail. That was so freaking weird. I really enjoyed that one, actually. It was so I weird. I didn't because it was different. That's fair. And you know I don't like things being different. I liked how creative it was. It was weird, but like, it was very clearly allegorical, even when I was like younger and watching it. And I really liked how out of the box it was. Yeah, I did. I, I thought it was weird and, and like where are all the characters that i like Where's the one thing i don't like is um the how close snoodle sounds to noodle and like they don't look anything like noodles you know what i mean yeah that was the one thing that was bothersome to me for some reason <laughs> so let's see how many of these veggie tales movies they're not all movies necessarily but let's see how many of them we have seen. Where's God when I'm scared? Yep. Junior. So e often each episode would have two stories. They would have like a short opening story and then they would move on to the main show. Mm -hmm. Like, Well, they, they would have a short opening story, a silly song, and then they would move on to the main show. That was the structure of each episode. Junior was like really scared of monsters, monsters in his under closet. his bed. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. I just remember the eyeballs in that one. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the eyeballs in the dark. Yeah, see, I just remember Bob and Larry popping out of the toy chest. Oh, oh, that was traumatic. And Larry's weird, deep voice. Yeah, right? He hadn't really settled into the character yet. No. What was the first story? It's going to drive me nuts. Oh, no, it was Daniel. Oh, yeah, you're right. Daniel Lionsden. 
Yeah. Oh no, what we're gonna do? <laughs> Tomato Sawyer and Huckleberry Larry's Big River Rescue. Uh, I always wanted to see that one as a kid. I don't think I ever did though. I think I watched it like once. Someone take me on a Veggie Dales date. Veggie Dales. Veggie Dales date. Gideon Tuba Warrior. So it was basically the story of Gideon, except he was a band kid. I loved that one. I did too. Because yes. geeks. Well, and the song they play, Slaps, mm-hmm. like when they're over the canyon. Yes. The... Oh, yeah, you're right. It, it was... Yeah, that was a good one. It was. Esther. That one was also good. That's a classic. Mordecai. Yeah, they had that that one Esther character that they never used again because her hair was too complicated to animate. Actually, yeah, is that the reason? Yep, that sucks. Yep, I liked her. Yeah, I thought it it, it was a little too dramatic for me. I was like, it stressed uh, me out, but it also scary. was one of the ones we had on DVD, so I saw it a lot. Oh, and the the song Mister Lunt sings when he gets the king to sign the treaty to. Oh, it's uh, terrifying. To kill everybody. Like, they actually have, like, he's going to kill us. Yeah. The, but the song he sings, what is the song? Oh, I don't remember. It's a, it's a jam. There's something under your nose, stepping on your toes. Uh, gotta find it. Okay. Your highness, I believe there is much to fear. Right here. We'll get you now. Uh, with permission, your highness, I'll tell you how. Dun, dun. And then it just kind of gets faster. Actually, they weren't going to get killed. I remember this. They were going to get banished to the island of perpetual tickling. Now, uh, that, no. Remember no, the tickle I remember. monster? No, vivid. That was scary. No, that... That was terrifying to me as a child. Yeah, and it glided. It didn't hop. Yeah, that was the scariest part. Yeah. It was the Dementor of Tickle Vegetable Island. I think it actually walked. Like, the, the ends of the corners of the cloak Heck would go no. forward like this. That ain't it, Chief. Yeah, nope. Duke and the Great Pie War. Our first introduction to Petunia. That one was pretty good. The story before that was Baby Moses. That's right. Where Laura comes to terms with not being the youngest sibling anymore. Mm. Miriam. Yes. Yes. Can't really. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think this came out shortly after uh, my first youngest sister was born, so I was like, ah, haha, baby, I get it. It's too close to home, ma. Uh. An Easter Carol. Oh, I loved that one. See, that one was also very dramatic for me. It's kind of intense. It was very dramatic, especially that chase scene. We've talked about the chase scene in other episodes of this podcast because it was so influential. The chase scene was in The Star of Christmas. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. An Easter Carol takes place in the same universe, though. It does. Just on Easter. Yes, you're correct. But yeah, the, this one had the, it, like, they actually had the ghost of his grandma pop out of a picture frame. That was so scary. That was so scary. The factory yes. in general was just creepy. Yeah. Chickens, chickens, mechanical chickens, chickens, chickens. There was a song in there that was like that. Whoever did music for Veggie Tales did not get Boys. paid enough. No. Certified bops. Uh, th- what was that guy's name? The, the guy, who, their composer, Kirk. Who was their composer? 
Mo and the Big Exit. That was another. I haven't seen that one. Favorite. It takes place after the Joe, Little Joe. I'm assuming it's the Exodus story, right? Yeah, it's Exodus story. But instead of the Lone Ranger, he's the Lone Stranger. Oh, Little Joe. But this takes place after that, obviously. But in the same universe, Mm -hmm. the Plague Song was a jam. The pirates who don't do anything. That one smacked. Oh, wait, the first movie I ever saw in the theater. Okay. We've talked about this. Yes. I don't know if I've ever seen the movie, but I can't remember for sure because I saw a lot of VeggieTales content growing up. It was it was good. It was very piratey. Yep. But also very funny. Pistachio. Their Pinocchio Ooh. parody. Yes, 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 yes. I remember this one. Involving a whale. The same whale model they used in Jonah. That makes sense. And Khalil was there too as the cricket. Iconic. And so he was like, I'm getting a sense of deja vu. <laughs> That's funny. Josh and a big wall. That one also smacked. Although the slushies were kind of scary. (laughs) Not a sentence you'd ever thought you'd say. Yeah, right? Out of context, it makes no sense. But in context, it makes too much sense. Yeah, and the the DVD artwork has the the French peas shooting a hose of slushy at Jimmy Gord. Oh, man. What a time to be alive. I know. We're not alive if you're Jimmy Gord after that slushy. Yeah, that was a weird one. Dave and the Giant Pickle. Oh, yes. Another classic. Rack Shack and Benny. The bunny. The bunny. That one was scary, too, because they, they, the it involved a furnace. I did not find that one scary. I did. But maybe I'm just built different. And uh, we all know you are. I'm built some way. Minnesota Cuke and the Search for Noah's Umbrella. That one also smacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota Cuke and the Search for Samson's Hairbrush. That one, I one? think that one was my favorite Minnesota cute one. Oh, and that one started with a Robin Hood thing. Oh, yeah. Where Junior was Robin Hood and the animated set was like cardboard flats. Uh-huh. Larry Boy and the Bad Apple. Okay, that one was good. I liked that one. I watched that one several times. It was about temptation. Mm, yes. And everybody had an addiction. Larry was addicted to chocolate. Oh, yeah. And so the the bad apple, like, she made herself some spider legs so she can walk around. Like, once she knows your temptation, she will, like, make a web of temptation. Oh. See, the scarier Larry boy for me was the big fib. Yes. That one was terrifying. I remember watching that one at church and being extremely terrified. Yep. I'm glad this was like a universal experience for Christian children. Yep. Because I thought I was just a dweeb for being terrified of some of these movies. King George and the Ducky. So good. What a Bible story to pick and make it relatable to kids. Right? That took some skill. I was going to say. As writers. That one took some thinking out of the box. Yeah. And the the role of Bathsheba was played by Junior. That was the... That was kind of the weird part about that whole thing to me. I did not like that implication. (laughs) Well, he wanted the ducky. He wanted... It was still weird, though. Yeah, that's true. He was spying on this kid bathing. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that that takes place in the same universe as Duke and the Great Pie War. Because there's a pie war going on. Yeah, it does. King George and the ducky. You right. Uh, Larry Boy and the Ruma Weed. That one was a good one, too, actually. Yeah, I think that was the first Larry Boy I watched. 
That one was also kind of scary. Yeah. Like when she grows really big. Mm-hmm. Are you my neighbor? So based on the artwork, this is the space one where there was a giant popcorn meteorite coming right for them. Oh, that was a good one. And they couldn't get out of the way, but all they needed to do was plug something in and then they could move. That was a weird one. It was weird. I think I enjoyed it, though. Scooter. The carrot. Remember Scooter? No. Okay. He was like, he was Scottish. Oh, oh, yes. Scooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a terrible Scottish impression. <laughs> and then the rest of them are all ones that, okay, I have seen Mary Larry in the True Light of Christmas, and it is that sounds very basic. Awful. It, like, it takes place in a mall, and it, it just seemed really like they were running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the newer ones that I've seen? I haven't seen Beauty and the Beat. But we all knew that pun was coming eventually. Yeah. Veggies in Space. Nope. Veggies in Space, The Fennel Frontier. I hate that. A Lesson in the Power of Sharing. No. McLarry and the Stinky Cheese Battle. No, no, no. A Lesson in Getting Along with Others. No. I think maybe I've seen that one. He's like an architect or something. That sounds I, I remember again, that one being awful. actually kind of clever. Robin Good and his not so merry men. That was an older one. I think I've. Seen I think that I have one. seen that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was one. It was a, a parody of the Prince and the Popper that I've seen. The Princess and the Oh something else. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that one. That one was actually pretty good. Oh, what was it called? Now that's gonna bother me. Uh, Sweet Pea Beauty. I have seen that. one. I have unfortunately seen that one. Yeah, it was not as good. No. Abe and the Amazing Promise. I think I've seen that like once and I remember being unimpressed. The the way they did it, it was the story of Abraham, but they had a documentary crew following him. So they they did the story in like interviews and then something, it was like a reality show. That's actually kind of cute. Like, see, that was, that was creative. Yeah, man. I don't know what they were on over at Big Idea back in the day, but it was some, I would like to have some. And also I would like to join them, but not currently like 20 years ago. All right, so it's it's been a, a fun episode. If hopefully this unlocked some memories for you, if you are if you also grew up with Veggie Tales like we did. If not, this is normal. This is completely normal. Yeah, I wish I could say like, oh, this is an outlier episode. But if you want to listen to an actual outlier episode, go to last week's episode about Orlando Bloom. Yeah, this is which actually turned out massively entertaining. So go us. Good for us. Uh, if you want more content from us, be sure to check out our TikTok post-production pod. Post-production pod on TikTok. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Kiri underscore Jones and at Rachel HNH. Repost this episode. Let us know you're listening and let us know what episodes of Veggie Tales you feel like were the weirdest over or underrated. Yes. Or if you felt like there was one where you were like, this is just so weird, it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Please let us know, because those definitely exist, and we may have just glazed over them today. Yeah. Uh, also check out our website, postprodpod.com. Uh, so with that, this Wait, has been Wait, and me. finally, don't forget to follow us for more content oh, yeah, pretty much every too. Saturday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So hit that follow button, all that good stuff. And with yeah, that... Yeah, I was forgetting something. <laughs> this has been the post. post. Oh, and so what we have learned applies to our lives today. You don't remember that from the... 
No, that it was it was very short. Episode? Oh no, I don't remember. To see you know what it is look. Okay, this has been the post post production podcast. Past. Goodbye now. Lucky Land Slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.